I'm in a suit day and night, yeah, I done slay for it I never knew that if I rap, I could get paid for it State to state, different cities with the gang touring He ain't a beast, if he play, I had the gang storm him It's on the love of you, my brother, we got the same story Yeah, what you know about a kick, though You wasn't with me, I was running in that house, bro Trying to get rid Beautiful people Beautiful people Beautiful people, beautiful people What's happening with you? Man, welcome to Public Comment It's the show with your boy, who's the host. That's right, it's me, Smith. Funky Fresh and in the Flash. Shout out 1987, Funky Fresh in the Flash. You saying that, man, you old school, then you on my page. That's how we operate. And today, the energy is there. I want, damn, it's good to be alive. Let me just say that, man. It is, it is awesome to be alive and well and breathing and just be a part of this atmosphere i can't say that enough man if you are listening to me right now and you hear my voice you know what the hell with it if you can't hear my voice right now but you have a pulse man jump back and kiss yourself one time because someone's looking out for you man they put you in the right place at the right time where i'm feeling it today love you man love yourself love yourself ain't nobody else gonna do it so you might as well you feel me love yourself and be just just embrace the moment Wherever you're at right now, just stop and smell what you got going on. You outside, you inside, you at the bakery, you at the store, you at work, you in school, you at the gym. Wherever you are, man, smell it. That's life. That's life. Wherever you are, that's life, baby. Woo! Welcome to the show. It's public comment. It's your boy, Smith, man. You know how to find me. Facebook, Twitter, IG. I'm there. Drop in, tap in, do what you got to do just to feel the extension of of who we are and where we are and what we're trying to accomplish today. I, I, I didn't, hey, again, you can't make this stuff up. Can't make this stuff up of where the show is going to go today. But the show is going to go. I'm going to tell you that right now. The show is going to go. Um, shout out to the football team. We doing what we do. Uh, my eight-year-olds is handling business. We getting better. We got things to work on. I hope your uh, fantasy football team is doing good. Hope you're, you're whatever team you root for. Because it's football season, man. That's what fall is about. It's 80 degrees and it's fall. But anyway, it doesn't matter where you are. Um, it's football season. It's that time of the year. Right in it. Things are going good. Things are going bad. And things went all the way left and fell all the way off the hinges. And that's where we're going to go. Um, you know, I'm always reluctant to bring sports into my show. Uh, but but I, I, this time I got to. You probably already know where I'm going. Um, but still in all, we're going to do it like we always do. I got some sponsors today, which are very, um, to me, impactful and purposeful today because of where I'm going to go with this topic. Um, two, two gentlemen um, who I came across just by, man, just by being nosy in a library, just by being nosy in a library, I came across these two gentlemen and I'm excited and, and and I'm grateful I came across their blessings and their gifts before it was too late for me to even recognize it and see it and to share it with the rest of you who may not uh, know their genius. OK, um, 
so the way I found them, I'm, I'm skimming through uh, a school library. Uh, the library is super diverse. Love it to death. You wouldn't even know uh, in the environment, in the community that it's in. Um, shout out to the awesome uh, uh, curator of that library. She's phenomenal. She let me enjoy this book while I was sitting in there and I read the whole book. I mean, you know, it's not a huge book or anything. It's for young folks, but it got my attention. And as soon as I seen the cover, I like, I got to read this, man. I got to read this. The book is called uh, I Am Every Good Thing. I Am Every Good Thing. Let those words sink in. I Am Every Good Thing. Every, every child should hear that, but specifically every young black male needs to hear those words those words of positivity motivation uh affirmation to say i am every good thing despite of what society is trying to sell me everywhere every day i am every good thing the illustration caught my eye as well it is a young man in a b-boy stance just confidence oozing it confidence oozing now you think if you're an old head like me and you think b-boy you know you probably thinking the hat to the back and no no when i say he just got his arms crossed legs wide like man what it's it's a modern day 2021 version of the b-boy stance with just the impactfulness of the image like I it, it fortifies the words. The illustration fortifies the words. I am every good thing. I am every good thing. Uh, to the brothers that put this together, man, I'm going to go into each one really quick. Mr. Derek Barnes and Mr. Gordon C. James. That's right. Derek Barnes and Gordon C. James. Both graduates jackson state shout out hbcu we doing things and i say we like i'm like i'm alumni like i haven't i'm just a proud parent of an alumni shout out to you i see you tuskegee's in the house uh, but these two gentlemen alumni of jackson state appreciate you okay so um mr Derek barnes uh got uh, a few books out uh, along with i am every good thing uh, he got the King of Kindergarten. I, I just love that name, the King of Kindergarten. If that don't uh, yell motivation, I don't know what does. Uh, the low down bad day blues, right? The low everybody had those days when you was in school, and you was like, man, what these days? These days, boys, and it's only Monday, right? Yeah. Uh, and then um, along with others, uh, he got the making of Doctor True Love, the making of Doctor the true love uh mr Derek barnes can be found on ig at arthur Derek uh barnes he's on twitter arthur underscore d d b that's arthur underscore d is in dog or I, I shouldn't even say dog i'm sorry d is in Derek. another d is in Derek, and then b is in barnes all right um also on facebook uh children's uh book arthur Okay, he's got a website, DerekDBarnes.com. Uh, Check out all his work there. 
uh, and what he's about and uh, how he's got that thing jumping off. Okay. Uh, appreciate you, sir. Good bro, man. Keep keep them coming, man. Just keep firing them off. We need more like that. Um, the next good bro that's part of this, uh, the creators, uh, and I should have said that in the beginning, the creators of Crown, an ode to the fresh cut. You know how you feel when you get that fresh cut? You, uh, you feel invincible, right? You feel invincible, like man, and it goes to I am every good thing. That 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 fresh cut, it gets you going. More than likely, you getting cut up Friday afternoon or Saturday morning, Saturday and You going to the weekend feeling like a million bucks, right? Talk to me about it, boy. I already know you get that vibe from the from the barbershop. You know, you get the old heads in, you get the young heads in. Everybody's chopping it up, loud talking, and it's just a good time, man. If you're young and you listen, you might learn a lot in the barbershop. But uh, Crown, an ode to the fresh cut. The good brother, uh, Gordon C. James, um, illustrator, okay? He got books as well. And this is where I'm a little, because I didn't know which is which, and I did as much research as I possibly could. So please, good brother, I, I wish you just reach out for me and kind of correct me where I'm, where I'm, where I'm going astray here. Um, but uh, I believe he's got books and he illustrated on uh, a book called Campy, which is about the great uh, uh, baseball player, uh, Campanaris. Um, he's got the talk, uh, Away for Harlem. Um, I'm sorry, Away West and then a song for Harlem. OK, um, please check this brother out, man. You can find him on IG at Gordon C or yeah, Gordon C. James Fine Art on IG is Gordon C. James Fine Art on Twitter. Uh, almost the same. It's Gordon C. James Art. Gordon C. James Art is on Twitter. And the website is GordonCJames.com. Uh, this good bruh also has a painting hanging at the Mint Museum in Charlotte, North Carolina. A shout out uh, to the good folks in North Carolina. Um his painting is called uh, Soon They Will Rest. Soon They Will Rest. Amazing, outstanding. Good bros. I'm excited. I've never spoken to you guys. I hope one day we can connect and link up and you can put some of that motivation in me, that positivity that, that you guys have that gift to create and illustrate and write about, man. It, it's, it's, it's literary genius. And I appreciate you. And, I, and I'm proud and I'm humbled to give you your flowers while you're still alive. We appreciate the gifts. Keep on giving, good bros. Once again, Derek Barnes and the good brother Gordon C. James. Go check them out. Tap in. Uh, fill your library. Fill your uh, your wall. Your 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 uh, paint portfolio. Uh, I don't know your gallery. Uh, let's get this thing going and support one another, good bros. We appreciate you, man. Right on. Um, you know where I'm going. Let's get to where I got to get to. And that's kind of, I'm, I'm glad, uh, I chose these sponsors as I did because, you know, just a lot of things just unraveled, came to light. You know, I shouldn't even say it came to light. Um, we, you know, it, it's like, um, it's like when you have roaches, all right. It's like when you have roaches, you know, you got roaches, right? But you don't see them, and then you kind of shock when you flip on the light, boom, and you see them like, oh, damn, I do got roaches. <laughs> right? That's what racism is. That's how racism is. You know, in this country, uh, we got racism, right? You, Everyone knows this, uh, except for the few um, 
Ah, God, I don't even know what you want to call them, except for the few individuals who seem to think that uh, this country uh, does not have a race problem. Um, We do. And so when the light comes on, it's like, oh, hey, look here, we do have racism. So in the NFL, um, you know, the light was switched on again uh, to reveal um, just more um, insensitivity uh lack of understanding lack of respect lack of humanity um that that has that is the the fabric of this country mistake if you want racism is a fabric of this country understand how it was created under the pretense of thievery uh, because of racism, understand how it was built under the establishment of slavery. So for you to think any other way that the fabric of of this country does not include racism, then I think that's part of the problem, okay? Because you have to acknowledge that part, and then we can go forward and have a real conversation so i don't know how i'm going to go how this is going to end with uh the coach for well the ex-coach of of the football team that had some emails uh shared a, a few years ago um but i just really had to get off my chest and i think this is nothing new. As I said, you know, you have roaches. You just turn the light on and boom, as a reminder, I got roaches. Just we have racism and here we go again. And again, I say it's nothing new. You look at Jimmy the Greek. Uh, that was in the 80s when he was uh, a fixture on the CBS Sports channel on football on Sundays. And he decided it was OK to say that black folks are genetically and specifically built to be, you know, this way. Uh, it's in our genes. This is how we are, uh, you know, and then they had to let him go. And there's, there was many more before that, but these are the names that stick out to me. You look at Mar Schott, the uh, ex-former uh, uh, owner of the Cincinnati Reds, and her comments uh, about uh, black folks. You look at Donald Sterling, and not just his comments, but just his actions, because he was the owner of what would be then the uh, San Diego Clippers, okay? This is nothing new. This is nothing new. And to and I had told my son this when this whole thing un, 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 unraveled. To believe that that particular coach is the only one involved with that type of language in that environment is ludicrous. That's why the NFL has, I don't know, it was like, 800,000 emails, 800,000 emails. You look at Daniel Schneider, the owner of the Washington football team. Uh, and there, that's why it's the Washington football team. Let that sink in. Okay. Um, to, to, and see his rationale. And then to, to understand, to think that he's the only one that uses this language that has this mindset, this ideology is absolutely asinine, um, and, and it's, a, it's a crock of buffoonery. These owners, these coaches, these scouts, some of which are black, very few are, 
um, they make their livelihood by scouting most more than not black males kind of like an auction block at a slave auction you go down you you start to inspect you know your possible product because that's what it is you're judging them on physical features you're judging them on mental intellect uh you're judging speed, uh, physical appearance, hand size, hand-eye coordination, footwork, balance, stability, reaction. These things are how they judge the players that they wind up trying to obtain. So to think they don't don't talk in a specific manner amongst themselves, then what, 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 what part of, of that are you looking at? And not just specifically football, baseball, bat, any sport, the owner, the coach, the scout, the recruiter, even college and high school are judging young men for the most part on their physical attributes. So when they're talking this language to one another, it becomes commonplace. So that's how they would communicate with one another. So now when it comes time and you have a disagreement or you don't um, align with someone's point of views and it's time to criticize them, wouldn't it be natural for that same person that engages in this dialect to now use that same dialect in his criticism or her criticism, okay? So this shouldn't be a shocker. This shouldn't be a shocker. You're dealing, and I and I said this over the weekend. These owners, in in specifically the NFL and these coaches, are all pretty much the same. They might have moved around to a different team, but they're pretty much the same of the same group of individuals who had a problem with Colin Kaepernick taking a stance against social injustice. And that was okay amongst their circle until it became a major problem with George Floyd when that whole uh, unfortunate travesty murder took place, modern-day lynching. Now you look around the NFL and they got sands on their helmets uh, end racism, united, stand together, you know, social justice, reform this. It's in their stadiums. People are paying millions of dollars to have that put. You think you, you think that Rydell or Schultz, uh, the helmet makers in the NFL aren't getting a cut? They're getting advertisement to say, look at us. We believe in justice, right? They wouldn't put it on there if they wasn't getting the cut, if it wasn't for advertisement. We're not addressing the problem. We're sensationalizing the problem. So all of those owners who were up in arms, you're trying about Colin Kaepernick, you're trying to tell me now 
they overnight they 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 flipped the script and was like, oh, we stand with Colin now. We know that. No, they don't. See, what 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 men do. I may lose some folks here. What men do is talk and say things because it sounds good. When it comes to racism and systemic racism, white men's the purveyors of big business. Look at uh, cargo ships, oil, medicine, healthcare, insurance. All of these things are run by white men. The NFL, NBA, NHL, NASCAR, NCAA college sports are run by older white men. And so when older white men's money's in jeopardy and they feel society coming on them, what do they do? They check a box and say, we don't stand for that. Look at us. We have it on our helmets. We have it on our bats. We have these days. We got a Jackie Robinson day uh, in, in, in Major League Baseball. We have this and we have we got colors and we stand up for this and there's no racism and there's no domestic violence. Well, if there was no domestic violence, how do you have players in the NFL and the NBA and MLB still playing? If you're standing up against it, why are these players still? Why are their coaches still coaching? Why are their owners? Look at Kraft, the owner of the New England team and what he did. And he's still a owner. But you're saying you're promoting that you stand up against this type of behavior. It's good to say things. They check a box. Now, you know that. We know that. So now what? Here's the microaggression part where I'm like, to believe that these coaches and these owners don't, don't conduct themselves, say certain things in a microaggressive fashion while they're in and amongst people of color, doesn't just have to be black. There's Latino players in all sports. Uh, but to, to, to think they don't conduct themselves and say microaggressive shit while they're amongst us and no one's checking them, then they're thinking, oh, okay, well, it's okay. You ever hear a sideline mic in a college football game or NFL game or maybe even an NBA game? That N-word has dropped a lot. That N-word has dropped a lot. Ain't nobody checking them. Bruhs ain't checking each other. Oh, man, it's cool. Whatever. That's how we get down. That's how we talk. Okay, that's cool. So then again, now we, we you saying that on national TV, the owners here, the players here, the fans here, kids here, the sideline judge here is a duck. And then so we what we walk away thinking, oh yeah, okay, well, no one's gonna think that way of no one's gonna talk that way of they're gonna be respectful of us. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Come on. So do we really think that this is going to end because a coach resigned? No. What do we think was going to happen? Nothing. You knew that from jump. You knew that from jump, seeing that's the same. That's that is the same ideology that specifically white men have that they can say things and do things and then say, you know, this is what I'm getting tired of when white folks say and you see this a lot now for whatever reason, you know, I, I point towards social media because everybody wants to be a star. So they want to promote themselves and look at me. 
And that, you know, you hear, oh, this person was accused of this, this administrator, this officer, this, this CEO or whoever, you know, made this racial comment. Uh, yeah, niggas should go back to Africa or uh, Chinese people eat duck or, or whatever, you know, some racist shit. And then they turn right around and say, that was insensitive of me. I apologize. I don't have a racist bone in my body. Are you fucking serious? Then what happens? We turn around, it goes away, and no one says anything, nothing is done. Because that person, that white person who said it, truly believes in their heart that they apologize and they're good and they don't, they're not racist because they don't have a racist bone in their body. Well, you put the shit together. You said that. You said that. And again, there's our problem with this systemic racism. And white folks believe in that they can say shit whenever they want to because they're not racist. <laughs> I said it, but I'm not racist. And again, it goes to the notion that why should we talk about ethnic studies in school? Why should we talk about racism in school? I don't teach that in my house. <laughs> and, and how ask not, yeah, you know, so then what, what do you teach? I asked that to you. I wonder if this coach's parents taught him, you know, to say the things he said. I wonder if 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 the parents of the administrator or, or, or the educator in, in a school or in a university taught them um, to say those things. Okay, well, who's being taught what and where, what are you teaching? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand that. I don't understand that train of thought. Let's not talk about racism. Let's not talk about racism is how... and. It, Again, I'm just not, it's not happening. I'm just saying, not talking about racism is how some white kids get the shit beat out of them when they try to say the wrong things at the wrong time to the wrong people. I, okay. And then they go home, well, what, what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? And then the parents are going, well, we don't teach our kids that. Okay. Maybe you should. <laughs> Light bulb. Maybe you should. Maybe these are. I was part of a conversation the other day. Myself, I was the only black individual in the room. There was uh, a Latino. And then, I'm sorry, it was a, a, a female and a male uh, a Latinx representative. And then the rest were white. And it was probably about 10 of us. There was a comment made. And the shock on everyone's face was, <gasps> me on the other hand, I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just pointing out. I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's, uh, that's awesome that she said that. Why? Because we can't have safe conversations because safe conversations is basically saying we're not talking about racism. No, we need to have real conversations where people say some real foul shit and then we go, oh, here we go. Now we're talking. Now we're moving the ball. Now to get the point across, some racist shit might have to be said. Some foul shit might have to be said. Some real honest words need to be used. And then we can probably start moving along. But if we just keep saying, oh, well, I didn't mean it. I have a racist bone in my body. We're having safe conversations here. Oh, great. Nothing will ever change. We don't talk about, you know, that. this is what I hear this. I hear this a lot and not just from white folks, not just from white. We don't, we don't, we don't teach color in my house. Really? The fuck you don't? You don't teach color. So you really, don't get me wrong. Yeah, fuck that. You got to teach color. You got to teach color. Because there's a big fucking difference. 
There's a big fight. Yeah, you could be friends with any person you want to be. You could be nice to anybody you want to be. You can welcome anybody into your home. That's how we raised our kids. However, damn it, at the end of the day, you are my child. There is a difference. There's some shit, you are best buds, but there's some shit they gonna get away with that you can't, my son, my loving daughter. The people you hang out with, love them to death. Super great individuals. I know their parents. They know us. It's awesome. We can hang out, have parties, Christmas, whatever. Understand, at the end of the day, there is a color difference, and it's visual, and it's real, and it's alive and well, and it's breathing. So some of the shit they might do, the fingers are going to be pointed at you because that's where we are, and no one's teaching the real facts. You don't have to teach color in a racist way. You can teach color in a factual way. You don't have to teach color where someone's being um, accused or belittled or dehumanized. You can teach color in a rational, practical, truthful, honest way. That's the only way we are going to move on. But if we think it's okay to say, I don't teach racism, I don't teach color, um, then these statements are going to last forever. I don't have a racist bone in my body. I apologize. I have black friends. I have gay friends. I have Vietnamese friends. I have Jewish friends. I have Mexican friends. Tilsa going to go on forever until someone gets their head out of their ass and has real conversations. Otherwise, it's going to be John Gruden in 2023, 2029, uh, 2034, 2040, 2050. Nothing's going to change. That's my Hug somebody. Have a conversation with somebody that doesn't look like you, and you might learn something. Until the next time, people, I love you. Grow better. Shout out, Bird. I'm moving as fast as I can Sending my prayers to God He doing whatever he can I'm way too deep in this field But fuck it, I'm taking a chance That boy thinking he is a beast I'm knocking him off his stance These people do not understand I'm moving as fast as I can Sending my prayers to God He doing whatever he can I'm way too deep in this field But fuck it, I'm taking a chance That boy thinking he is a beast I'm knocking him off his stance And we rolling that dope with a can Ready to go spin again That bitch gon' do what she do But she know a young nigga the man And 